0: So quick story, quick story. For the very first credit card that I applied to, I was honestly declined on the spot. <laughs> it it didn't take them. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> didn't take them long to figure out that I was not getting this credit card.
1: How long ago was this?
0: Probably a year ago. <laughs> There's Young no excuse. Naive. There's no excuse for what I did.
1: So say what, I, happened. Say what happened
0: I walked into TD. And then I said, hey, I want to open a debit card or a, a check-ins account. They're like, yeah, absolutely no problem. Opened it. I walked out, walked right back in, and was like, I want a credit card now. So they declined. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into that So.
1: everyone, and welcome to episode number two of the Virgin Investors podcast, where we talk about student investing. In this episode, we will talk all about credit, why it matters, and why we need
0: it. My name is Ruben Solano, and I'm here with Delaney Clark. So last week we had Sam in, and we talked about the difference between Questrade and Simple. We also discussed the tax-sheltered account, the TFSA, and if you missed it, take a minute, go back. Let us know what you think. Now, before we get into credit cards and the credit score, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to either visit our Instagram, which is virgin.investors, or email us at virgininvestors at yahoo.com. So Delaney, maybe tell us a little bit about you.
1: Okay, Uh, so I attend the University of Guelph alongside Ruben. Um, I do study sociology, uh, and I pretty much got into personal finance, I want to say, a few months ago to maybe maybe almost a year now, um, and I really got into the whole marketing side of things before I got into the personal finance, and then when I discovered everything that I never learned in school, it kinda, it really caught my attention, and so now I just love learning about it, reading about it, hearing other people speak about it. It's just all very mesmerizing
0: a beautiful story.
1: (laughs) Thank you. So
0: let's get right into it. Of course. So let's start off with what is a credit score?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So a credit score is really just how reliable you are with your credit. So the bank is trying to figure out how risky it is to lend money to you. So if you have a higher score, it more likely means that you'll be able to pay off your debts and pay off any pending charges that you have. Um, So if you have a higher Uh, credit score you have a higher chance of being approved for loans with a better interest rate awesome yeah so your credit score is a number between 300 and 900 in canada but in for some reason in the states it's 300 to 850 so it's just the 50 point difference
0: yeah okay not too not too large
1: i'm not too sure why Why that is is. (laughs) it's only 50 points but for some reason that's what it is yeah Uh, So the general consensus is that 625 and lower is considered a bad credit score. Uh, 625 to 680 is a below average credit score. 680 to 720 is considered a fair credit score. And I feel like this is where a majority of students lie and kind of the average of... Just, credit just scores? getting
0: started right yeah i feel like okay. if you're
1: able to maintain your credit score and the balances and pay back everything this is where you should land in the first few months of okay. having a credit card awesome if you make the payments on time and everything like that's that. that's
0: actually where i lie
1: yeah well what are you at
0: i'm at 699.
1: So, so exactly in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle of that. Hey, that's not a bad place to be. It could no. be worse.
0: It could be a lot worse, yes.
1: So that was the 680 to 720. The 720 to 780 is a good credit score, and the 780 to 7 I mean 780 to 900 is an excellent credit score.
0: And so we were just saying that most students would be between that 780 to 720 score, right? Yeah, I feel like, like that's a good place it, to be for a student. Could you see a student being above, like, a 750?
1: Um, no, not really. I feel like they haven't had their card long enough, and they don't okay. really have – it's just so thin. The report's very thin. that yes, they, they just don't have really enough to fall back on, especially if yeah. it's their first credit card.
0: Yeah, okay, and I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, for me, I've kept up with all my payments. I, I've really done nothing to hurt my credit score, except for you know applying to TD. <laughs> and we we all know how that went.
1: Uh, not too well. So Obviously not so. So that's
0: <laughs> you aren't the, with them exactly, so. exactly. And that's the only thing that actually hurt my my credit score. And I'm only at six ninety nine.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm sure it didn't hurt that much, but hurting is still no, hurting.
0: No. I, I would be at like seven hundred right now.
1: <laughs> that that's still <laughs> you're you're closer to the good credit score. I know,
0: I know. It's a little <laughs> unfortunate, no doubt. But Delaney, what happens when you have a poor credit score?
1: Yeah, so having a poor credit score is actually extremely it's it's not good. Uh, (laughs) To put it simple, Uh, if you have a lower credit score, and this could be 625 and lower, um, it's considered poor again, and you will have trouble finding loans and banks won't won't be willing to give you larger loans. Meaning if you're looking for a mortgage or if you're trying to buy a house, buy a car, if, if you just need a loan for whatever reason, you're less likely to get it because you're considered unreliable.
0: And that makes sense. So you're essentially saying, that your credit score is like your trust score for banks.
1: Yes, 100%. Okay. That's That's exactly what I'm saying. So on the flip side, if you have the good to excellent, even fair, that's still incredibly amazing, but that's when they will be willing and they'll offer you the more and they'll, they'll try and give you more with a lower interest rate because they know that you're better at paying it back.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. And actually, I know that sometimes when you actually apply – to certain jobs, Mm -hmm. they'll check your credit score just to see how responsible and reliable you are with your finances.
1: Yeah, that's actually crazy. It's the same thing with uh, landlords when you're moving to a new apartment. Oh, okay. Sometimes the landlords, uh, they'll typically want to check your credit score because obviously, again, you're paying a a monthly fee. Yes. So if you are unable to do that, it's not only the landlord that loses money, but now they can't pay whatever they need to pay. Yes, that's true. So it falls back on them.
0: Okay, so it's like that snowball effect. Yeah, exactly. Where multiple That's exactly people it. People are being affected by Yeah. Like whatever you're deciding or mm-hmm. not able to pay.
1: So it makes sense, but it's still it's it's a lot to process and you should definitely try to maintain to be on that higher side.
0: So credit cards are a big deal. We,
1: yes. Okay. <laughs> to okay. put it in s- the simplest terms.
0: We're we're on the same page with that. <laughs> and now, you know, even though a credit card is a big deal, mm-hmm. we we could break this down to small little steps and little yeah let's you know, go for segments. It. And one of those segments is where to start. And now this seems like a daunting, <laughs> you know, task. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Where do I apply for my first credit card? And for me, and from what I've learned, personal experience, just right now as a student, apply to where you know you have your accounts opened. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's BMO. For you, it is... Not TD. (laughs) Not TD. And, you know, like I said in the opening (laughs) segment, I got burned for it. Yeah. And for you, it's CIBC. Yes, I
1: am with CIBC.
0: Okay. And essentially, you can't build any credit without having a credit card. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Like, you want to have a credit card. You want to start making those payments, paying your things on time and all... Old things of the yeah. same nature, right? It really
1: goes hand in hand. Yeah.
0: And like this relates back to the TD and BMO story that I cherish so close to my heart. <laughs> is you could build a reputation with your bank without actually having to use any credit card. And like with BMO, I've been with them for multiple years, my mm-hmm. whole life, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, so same they know the me as a customer. And so that's why when I applied for my credit card, I got accepted the same day.
1: Okay. did you
0: experience something similar? Yeah, I did I would assume <laughs> I, I, so.
1: I did get accepted the same day. I felt special until I've heard from a lot of people <laughs> that getting accepted the same day is not an anomaly so yeah
0: no it, it is pretty common since like like I said you could build that reputation with them mm-hmm. and that's why I would recommend to kind of go with the bank that you're currently using. Oh, I one hundred and ten percent have, recommend yeah. it. And so, kind of just going back to the credit cards that you can apply for. Typically, there's multiple types of rewards that you can get from a credit card.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: for me, I typically I typically go with the cash back.
1: That's what I have too.
0: Because I like that, you know, it's liquefied for me already.
1: That's exactly why I like it. Yeah, that.
0: And, and you could do whatever you want. You could reinvest that money mm-hmm. into... Whatever you want to invest in Or you could essentially just use that money
1: It's yours for, yeah, it To however and, you want to spend
0: And that's what I really like about the cash back system Versus points I know air miles is something a lot of people do For me it's just not for me and yeah, That's no. really all I'm saying And I recommend the cash back
1: I do agree I feel like with points it's a lot harder Because you can only buy what the banks want you to buy So for air miles It it's just plane tickets or things that relate to that sort of thing. I, I've never had an air miles card, so I'm not 100% no, sure. I. But I do know my family members have said, okay, let's see how many air miles we have. and Maybe we can book a trip. Obviously, that takes an immense amount of air miles because you don't get that many per dollars you spend. So it's going to take in a substantial amount to get, enough to buy a plane ticket, or, yeah. or like my what my mom has is hers is points as well, and every Christmas she kind of cashes it in and gets gift so nice. cards or whatever cards the bank sends her to and sends her a link and says, Here's what you can choose from with your points. But which is
0: which is nice.
1: A hundred percent, but I'm sure there's cheaper options out there.
0: Yes. Like I'm sure if she true. wanted
1: to buy a TV, the bank may be sending her to a five hundred dollar one, but you could buy one for three hundred dollars. So it's just one of those things where if you wanted to spend it on a ice cap one day you can spend it on an ice cap instead of having to wait, yeah. accumulate them, and spend it on a TV.
0: For me, that's the main difference, and that's why I'm more inclined to go with cashback MasterCards mm-hmm. or credit cards. But, you know, you could go really with whatever fits your personal attributes type of thing. Yeah, like just 100%. do what, what fits your personality. And so, for students, if not all student credit cards they will come with no annual fees. And this is huge, obviously, because we are students. We're balling on a budget, (laughs) as I like to call it. And so it's important that there are no annual fees. So you could keep this credit card. And even though you might not use it every single day, just use it enough to keep it active, and you literally do not lose anything from having it there are no annual fees
1: if anything you gain cents even though that's yeah. not much like at the minimal amount you'll gain a few cents yeah
0: and it's like you said it's more than if you were to buy with cash or debit like at least you're getting something back mm-hmm. from the credit card
1: Mhm. so what uh what student you're with a student credit card as well through BMO yes what is what does that entail
0: this is the BMO cashback mastercard
1: oh god i love it and <laughs> you speak very highly of bemo oh, that's yes. you praise them that yes. is the only bank i have heard you speak highly of you have not said one negative thing about them
0: no no i haven't and i do actually own a few shares of BMO. Mm-hmm. so i've, I've invested so do I. <laughs> yeah like i've invested i believe in BMO. They're they're a very good bank <laughs> yes
1: i should have went with them but can't go
0: back now yeah no you're committed (laughs) and so for BMO uh, this credit card really what it entails is the first three months of owning it you get five percent cash back of up to two thousand dollars so it's basically one hundred dollars back if you use two thousand dollars in the first Mm. three months which isn't bad I mean it's a cool thing to just have five percent back on everything for the first three months. And then after the first three months, you get 3% cash back on groceries, 1% cash back on reoccurring bills, and then 0.5% cash back on all other purchases.
1: Oh, that's nice. So it's either the first three months or the $2,000, whatever you hit first? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. And so for you, what, what does your credit card look like?
1: Uh, so my credit card, compared to that, I probably should have went first. It <laughs> does, it doesn't sound as good as that, but I'm with the CIBC dividend credit card. Okay. So for the first $6,000, I get 2% cash back on groceries uh, compared to your three. Yes. I, for the first $6,000, <laughs> I get 0.5% on annual spendings. And then okay. That that's pretty much it. After that $6,000, everything goes down to 1%.
0: So well it goes well the the two percent goes down yeah to but the 1%. annual
1: spending goes up point five
0: so it's kind of like an incentive to spend more than six thousand dollars on the year
1: yeah which is which is hard because I feel as like as a student yeah but I feel like they should give more for the groceries.
0: I feel like that that should be
1: something that every credit card for students has a little bit higher of a percentage, even if it was 1.5 or, or if they left it at two, but I feel like groceries are praised and that's something you're going to continuously spend money on. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Uh, Did you get any like special offers?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure if it's recent, but when I did research, it didn't seem to be known that they do this. So I'm not sure if it's happening now maybe because of the coronavirus or something i really have no idea but i got a $25 welcoming fee after i make my first purchase so as soon as i spend one dollar i get 25 bucks
0: that's that's pretty good
1: yeah no it is it is pretty good
0: like i i think you know i i would almost prefer that than the bmo first three months you get five percent cash back i didn't even know that for bmo
1: yeah but but with that though you have the option of getting more.
0: Yes, like
1: that is when you can go out and buy what you need to for school, or buy the books, or buy. Yes, you can. It's ju- it's just the little things where you can go out and buy more.
0: You definitely can go and buy more, but
1: because you can make fifty bucks if you wanted to instead of that twenty five, which I would rather have the option of trying to make fifty dollars.
0: But then you go back to in three months spend a thousand dollars.
1: Yeah. And that, it, it but, can
0: be difficult and it can be done for sure.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's really, if you're living in a house, that's your groceries. Yes. Like but, there, there's $2,000.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me in in my situation, I don't think I benefited that much from the 5% back. Mm-hmm. I think I would have benefited more from just $25 up front.
1: Yeah. You probably would have benefited more from it in a few months rather than you did yes. a year ago.
0: Yes. When I did get it in mm-hmm. 2019. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah no and i i do agree with that
1: uh what what's your interest rate
0: my interest rate is 19.99 percent
1: yeah that's the same as mine which is definitely on the higher end because the average interest rate is at eight percent to nineteen percent
0: okay and that that makes sense right there's a lot of i've seen a lot of credit cards where they offer you like a low interest rate, but that it has like a bunch of other catches mm-hmm. that I didn't even decide to read because I was just, <laughs> it was yeah. out of range for yeah. me. And that's the thing with being a student and having a very thin report is that you can't really obtain these great credit cards because yeah. you have no credit. I and, honestly
1: wouldn't even suggest trying though. Like if you have oh, yeah, this card that you don't have to pay anything for, and you still get cash backs, which isn't that much. Why would you want to switch to a card where you have to pay annual fees? Even though it would give you more cash back, but...
0: Just, just for students, it probably wouldn't make sense, right? Because yeah, we're no. not spending huge volumes of money.
1: Mm-hmm. But definitely for adults, that's yes, probably yes. the better route to go.
0: It's 100% the route to go. But because my limit is 750
1: oh, okay.
0: And so I can only use up to seven hundred and fifty dollars and then i have to pay it back and i typically i'll just pay it back right away Mm -hmm. but the problem and we'll get into this a bit later is that utilization rate for me it's it's hit a lot heavier than versus what someone with like two thousand yeah well well, mine's one thousand okay so
1: mine's not that much more but it is still more yes so that means i can spend a little bit more a
0: little bit more yes and i think I don't know why the BMO one is so low. I think I should probably request because it has to all of the increased. other benefits. So, yeah, no, it so is so everybody pretty good looks card. over that
1: part. That part just doesn't matter because of the three percent cash back on groceries. Yeah, it is. It is
0: <laughs> a really good card, and you know, it's one of the best student credit cards. I know that much.
1: Well, yeah, so, compared to mine, it's I oh, would one hundred and ten percent recommend opening a BMO debit card and then going into the BMO. Uh, credit card
0: not in the same day though. <laughs> well, preferably if yes, you want to get accepted in the same day
1: um my CIBC credit card I was actually reading about it when I got my welcoming package and okay. I think you said this happens with yours too but I didn't know there was an auto pay service
0: okay okay and that that's just like you set it up monthly right yeah
1: I can set whatever date of whatever okay. month and well obviously every single month but whatever date I want and then every single month Whatever my balance is on my credit card, it'll just automatically tape it, take it from my debit card.
0: That is phenomenal.
1: But I don't know why other people don't set it up.
0: I'm sure other people do, but just don't have the funds in their accessible yeah. to them to, to actually pay that off. That
1: would make sense. That's definitely something I'm going to...
0: Yeah, I think you should set that up. I mean, and I'm
1: going to pay it off right away, but just yeah. in case I did have anything outstanding and I forgot about it... It's there yes. to cover.
0: And that actually segues beautifully into me just wanting to talk about how credit cards really work. And I know we overlooked that a little bit. Well, I did. And essentially how it works is that it's like a, a mini loan that you take out. Mm-hmm. Every time you purchase something, you take a small loan from the bank and
1: mm-hmm. then
0: you have a period of time where it's interest free and you get to pay that money back with out any downside and so this typically will be called your payment due date which is when you have to pay back your balance on your credit card
1: I don't know my payment due date <laughs> that
0: is something you should definitely yeah
1: it wasn't in my welcoming package
0: okay that that's a little interesting I think you would be able to find it just on your CIBC app
1: yeah or I'd have to contact them which again is no issue because that's a huge Huge thing to probably take into consideration. Yeah,
0: like you you definitely want to know this. Mm -hmm. For me, my payment due date is the second of each month. And so I just have to make sure that my balance is at zero before the second of each month. That's not too bad. Yeah, no. Well, you could change the date to suit your payments and your income. So it's really built for you and for your convenience. Yeah. I just have never changed my payment date because i didn't know about it until like three months ago so (laughs) yeah no so i've been walking a fine line right now oh my god (laughs) yes
1: um so touching on it quickly i know you mentioned before just when we were having a conversation um it takes a few days for your transactions to pend. can you just touch on that a little bit more
0: so if i buy something with my credit card it typically will take like two to four business days to actually go through and so when I go to my BMO account it says I don't have anything on my credit balance <laughs> you and so I'm you like think so I'm good I'm like I got it for free but <laughs> in a, didn't charge me. <laughs> I know exactly and then a, in a few days I have that bill and I have to pay it back mm. and when I pay it back I transfer the money from my debit account which is called my check-ins account. <laughs> and you then, only have one account? Yeah, um, you, you said yes. that in the other one. No, I do not have a savings account. It's something that I should look into. And I keep saying I should look into and I don't look into. But I'm, get, I'm working on it.
1: Oh, slow baby steps. Exactly. So I'm
0: working <laughs> on it. And so essentially that would take one to two business days for that payment to go through.
1: So it's about a business week.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be about a week for all your payments to go through.
1: Wow, that's actually, that's a lot longer than I thought because there are only four four weeks in the month.
0: I know, and for me, that was one of the most difficult, you know, concepts to grasp. I was wondering, how is this even fair? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, when I did more research, I found that you can contact your bank. If you're going to miss a payment, you could simply notify your bank. And then they, you know, they might not always move the payment day back because you could change it like the month prior. Mm -hmm. So technically you're responsible, but if you've been a loyal customer and you've been paying your bills, you could possibly move it back without your credit score being affected in any way.
1: So it's, it's just all about communication, really just keeping your bank in the loop of what's going on and and everything like that
0: yeah no it, it really comes down to communication you, you need your bank to know what's going on with your personal finances i mean that's it is their, their job, job. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that, that's what they do
1: That that's the only reason why they are there is for your spending and money
0: habits exactly and so now the next kind of main part of credit cards and credit scores is where do you go from applying to your credit card. Hopefully, well, the, you get it. Is yes, the first step. I, I'm assuming you got it <laughs> and you've been using it. Yeah. And now you want to check your credit score. And then when you go to check, they say you have a thin credit report. And so, what a credit report is, it's just a report of every kind of transaction and everything you've done that contributes to your credit score. So if we look at my credit report right now, you're going (laughs) to see four things, four items, (laughs) and that's it. You're going to see my balance for my credit card, Mm -hmm. which I've paid off, and then you could click on it and it'll tell you all the months that I've paid them for, and then it'll tell you if I've missed a month.
1: Which you haven't.
0: Which I have not. That's really good. But you want to make sure that that is correct. Correct. Since if that is wrong, if they've marked marked it down wrong, that could affect your score mm-hmm. wrongfully. And so for me, like I was saying, you'll see my credit card balance, and then you'll see my personal loan. Well, not my personal loan, my student loan from OSAP. Okay. And then you'll see me applying for BMO <laughs> and TD, and you could see it's like five days in between them. Oh. So I got oh rejected quick, and I went to the other one.
1: So. <laughs> Oh, so you applied for TD before you applied for BMO? Yes. Oh, and BMO still accepted you?
0: Yes, they did. I'm a loyal customer with BMO.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little embarrassing when you walk in. <laughs> <trying> <laughs> BMO, and to... <when> they see <laughs> everything
1: that has happened, and they understand, oh, you couldn't get money from them, so you're yeah, coming to us, aren't you? You know,
0: they look at you like, oh, you're a little silly. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one.
1: Oh, you can't be.
0: Uh, maybe, but I'm hoping I'm not.
1: <laughs> There's, if you're somebody out there who's done this too, please reach out.
0: So, Delaney, how often would you check your credit score?
1: Um, I feel, once I can, yeah. I feel like I check it every few days, to be honest. Really? Depending on how much I used it. But, well, I know there is a difference between um, hard checks and soft checks, which we'll get into, but, yeah. um, I feel like I would check it every few days if I used it a lot. But if I didn't, maybe every few okay. months because I don't think it would fluctuate that much in yeah, a few days.
0: Yeah, no, it, it it wouldn't fluctuate that much in a few days. And I don't actually know how often they send their updates.
1: Mm. So, I'm just impatient. So oh, I yeah. like checking. Like what when I sent in my, uh, <laughs> my thing to the University of Guelph, every hour I oh. want to say I was checking. So <laughs> I'm sure it would be the same for this.
0: Actually, funny story. And it might actually not be funny, but (laughs) for me, I check my credit score every day. However, the app tells me every day it will be updated. And so it'll tell me in 14 days it'll be updated. And I'll go back every day. I'll see 13 days of me <laughs> up. So I know it's not going to change. It's like it a changed. Christmas
1: countdown. <laughs> I know.
0: Like, I know it won't change, but it's I keep going back. It's the anticipation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, you're
1: just building.
0: I, I keep hoping. Maybe it will, though. What if they <laughs> <end? laughs> What if it gave me that extra point? I don't know. And now we keep talking about where we check. And in Canada... There really are just two main credit bureaus. Like, there's a bunch of credit bureaus, but there's two main ones. The well-known ones. Yes, and that's Equifax and TransUnion.
1: I've heard of TransUnion, actually. I don't know where I've heard them. No? But but I've heard of them. Okay,
0: okay. I also have heard of them. <laughs> do you know where? No idea. <laughs> no idea where. but
1: They're there. That's all I know. I know they are a thing. I had no idea what they do. <laughs> But I know, I know they were there if I ever needed them.
0: Yes. And with these two, you know, huge credit bureaus, you can request a credit report from them anytime, and you can check your credit score from them anytime. That's nice However, of them. However, this... Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a catch. <laughs> it's not so nice of them.
1: Okay, no, I take it back.
0: You typically get charged a fee. And, oh, I take it back. <laughs> and your credit score takes a hit.
1: I take it way back
0: yes so these are what people consider a hard check Mm. and so this will be your exact credit score instead of just an estimation okay however for me I'm okay just using the estimations which you can find on two apps so you know the apps right
1: Uh, I do believe so it's credit karma Which is related to TransUnion. Yep. And then there's Borowell, which is uh, correlated to Equifax.
0: Yes. And for me, I think you should have both. You should have both, and you should check both every, you know, if you're me, every day. (laughs) if you're delaying every few days but if you're normal or every couple months <laughs> yeah if you're normal maybe just every couple months <laughs> uh
1: in my in my CIBC package though it did state uh this service is brought to you by Equifax okay so i feel like i would be better off checking Borowell. i yes. should probably download both just in case yes, cuz they could be tricking me i i <laughs> i really don't it's know a scheme. But, but uh but yeah it did say that they were okay it was brought to me by Equifax. And
0: actually, on mine, it said it was brought to me by TransUnion.
1: So BMO is more well-known. So it has BM- more well-known companies.
0: BMO is partnered up with TransUnion. And so why this is important is because you you technically have two scores. Because mm-hmm. TransUnion and Equifax actually calculate your credit score slightly different.
1: Yeah, so eventually... it could be a substantial difference between yeah. the two. So you don't know if it's if it's good, if it's bad. It could be the difference between being good to fair or good to bad.
0: Yeah, and that's why you want to be checking both. Mm-hmm. However, when you apply for a loan, if I go to BMO, I'm assuming since they're partnered with TransUnion, they're going to use that credit score.
1: Hopefully. <laughs>
0: Whereas when you go to CIBC for the same loan, it's going to be Equifax that they check.
1: I wonder if one is just harsher.
0: That's and, and, and that's
1: why there's two Watch BMO, would just be the easier one BMO's <laughs> just better at everything So
0: I love BMO
1: <laughs> I'm starting I'm starting to have a crush
0: I am I, <laughs> I have had this crush for a while <laughs> You
1: have fallen head over heels
0: I think I'm going to get a BMO shirt
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> I think I'm going to get married <laughs> <laughs> You're going to print out your stock report <laughs> And wrap it up, put a ring around the paper No, no, I want,
0: <laughs> I want some apparel though to represent Bimo,
1: do they have apparel? I'll make, I'll make you one. I, I think we'll iron would. it on a shirt or they, something. They,
0: they should have apparel. They <laughs> would make a lot more money.
1: <laughs> I don't think they need money. <laughs> I think that's the least of their concerns.
0: Okay, enough of that Bimo <laughs> I'm starting to sound like a fangirl. <laughs> but <laughs> you now are. Delaney, how? I think you should just kind of talk to us about. How to really improve your credit score.
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Um, All we've been talking about is how to diminish it. Yes. It's all this will take away this and this will get you this yes. and this will take away points <laughs> and money. And it's all probably taken a toll on you. So if you're listening, <laughs> please relax. Take a breath because we're about to tell you how you can up it. Uh, so first things first. Uh, my first thing is stop paying cash. If you have okay. cash in your wallet right now, I don't know why you have it. I do. I I don't I don't understand why you have it. Go put it in your bank account. Go should. buy something. Go invest it. Go go do something with it. Because the only thing money collects when it's in your wallet or if it's sitting around is dust. Yes. It doesn't collect any extra cash. It doesn't. Cash is a waste, in my opinion. I do believe that you can just put it to so much more use. Put it into a stock. In a few okay. years, you will yeah. make a good return. Uh, the next thing is. Stop using your debit card. Because if you have the money on your debit card, just use it on your credit card.
0: And that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, like what you said, um, you said this to me, you just use your credit card essentially as a debit card.
0: Yes, for me, it's just a glorified debit Mm -hmm, card. mm
1: -hmm. So if you have the money on your debit card to, let's say, go buy an ice cap because I am obsessed with them. Yes. um, Then why not just pay it on your credit card? And then when you get home, pay it off. You're building your credit as buying something as simple as an ice cap from Tim Hortons. And, and
0: you, Yeah, and you get a few cents back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're making and if money. Every
1: day on let's say every day on your way to work, you bought yeah. a coffee from Tim Hortons or you bought a breakfast. It's probably a bad habit and you should probably start making coffee at home. Yes, but, I agree with that. <laughs> but um eventually that's a purchase that goes in your history and, and your record. So yeah. they'll it'll just grow. And so I feel like stop using cash, stop using your debit card. But if you have the money on your debit card, Totally use your credit card.
0: Yeah, as just like a substitute.
1: Yeah, no. It it a credit card is really just taking out a small loan, like we have said. Yeah. And so by doing that, you're building your score when you pay back those debts. So that two dollars and seventy five cents. Don't ask why I know the exact price of a mediumized company's <laughs> importance. But so that amount of money is just a small loan. That's that's such a small loan, but yeah. technically you're in debt when you use your credit card yes, to buy that yes, that's so as soon point. as you pay it back it it's covered
0: you paid for it and i think that's a very important thing for students to know mm-hmm. since i know it's just so much easier to use either cash or your debit card since you're more comfortable with it mm-hmm. but you should definitely be taking advantage of those small purchases yeah to, to actually build up your score and, and thicken that credit rapport.
1: Yeah. My mindset was all throughout high school was every paycheck, I'm going to take out cash. Cash is the only money I can spend. Mm. That That is my spending money. Everything that's in my bank account, I will keep in my bank account. I will leave my debit card at home. Okay. Which I do get. It is a valid point when you're trying to save money, but just go to another bank and open up another debit card. So then you can use your credit card and just use that bank account to pay it back.
0: Well, I mean, I totally see like I see what you're saying Mm -hmm. with like it's a good way to save money since if you have cash, especially with cash, you know, you're giving that tangible dollar for whatever. Like let's use the Mm -hmm. ice cap. Mm -hmm. You're giving those, let's say, a five dollar bill. That's tangible. You have it in your hands and you're giving it up for the ice cap. Yes. Whereas with the credit card, it's just easy. It's just a tap yep. of a card and mm-hmm. then the transaction is complete. So I, I do agree with what you're saying. Like people typically save more when they actually have cash mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. But I think you just have to find that balance. Be responsible with your credit card and only use it like you would cash. And I, I know it's difficult. Yeah. But
1: I think that's a huge note because if you are not responsible with your money don't get a credit card yeah please if you are listening and you are that person who spends whatever they can on whatever they want don't 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 do it if you have to ask your parents for money or if you have to if you are in debt through other things you're probably not the best suited to get a credit card if you don't understand the consequences and you don't understand that this could really mess up the rest of your life buying a house buying a car supporting your family if you do not understand these And me personally, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, but I do know that it will mess it up if I cannot take it seriously.
0: Yeah. So if you
1: just don't understand that, don't get one until you are ready.
0: Yeah. And I think it's okay not to be ready. Mm -hmm. Like everyone takes their own journey and they'll take their own time. Yeah. There's no
1: pressure to get one.
0: There's no rush, but... I just think you should have. <laughs> I just think you should rush into this and and get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Even if you just don't use it, I don't know. It's it's so hard because growing up, I always thought uh, it's free money. It's free money. <laughs> it's not my money, which is it's unlimited, <laughs> which is really what it is because it's not your money. It's a loan. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's not free money though. And no, it's when not. you're 12, you don't it understand like the difference money. between well what is this and what is this so it's it's not free money and you need to understand if you pay for it you need to pay it back or you will be in debt more and more and more and it just will gradually add up
0: yes it well and so moving on to just what really is your credit score in terms of how, how do they calculate this
1: yeah so uh, the breakdown that uh, Equifax uses is pretty much ten percent credit inquiries, ten percent okay. credit mix, fifteen percent mm-hmm. credit history, thirty percent credit utilization, and thirty-five percent payment history. Okay. So there's a pretty big jump between the fifteen yes, and thirty. I was
0: actually about to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, crazy. it's
1: it's three little ones and then two massive ones. Okay. So uh, did you want to go more into detail about them?
0: I would love to. <laughs> and so I'm going to start with the big honcho, which is <laughs> <laughs> the payment history. And that's 35% yeah, that's of your credit chunk. score. That is massive. And so essentially, this just means the best and most simple way to increase your credit score is to just pay your bills on time. When you owe money, <laughs> just pay pay it back and, and it
1: sounds so simple but people yes. don't do it and that's what i'm saying yep. your credit card is just another version of your debit. it's a twin you yeah. have twins yeah. in your wallet don't give one something without sharing it with the other
0: i think that's probably the best way to look at it but you know a lot of people don't and that's why like we want to say this early so mm-hmm. you, you get the great habits from being a student from the, yeah. the first time you touch your credit card to the last time like you want to build these habits
1: it has to start on a good note if not if not you might as well just close the account yeah and and just wait
0: i mean like if you even miss a single payment on your credit score like or on your credit report because that's where it would show up that you missed the payment mm-hmm. that could drop your score by up to 90 points
1: oh my god
0: 90 points in one bad decision
1: that's again the difference between a fair and a bad credit score that is the difference between getting less and more money less interest and more money and less money and more interest
0: yeah and it is it's crazy because now if you think well what if i miss three payments oh my
1: god it adds up it could
0: It could be such a substantial amount. We could talk a huge... That could be up to 270. Oh, my God. And now I'm not necessarily saying that's what it would be since majority of the time it will be lower than 90 points. Mm -hmm. But it could be up to there. And that should be enough to deter you from ever missing a payment.
1: And the thing is, is that stays on your credit card report for six years as a missed payment. Six years is a long time. It is. That is a very long time and i do know people who have waited it out because they cannot afford to get a house like they cannot like i did know this one lady and she was just getting married and she had kids and and everything like that and they lived in an apartment in a not so good area and she was like okay "Okay, it's time to move i want to raise my kids in a house with my amazing new husband
0: that's nice
1: but the bank would not give her enough to move so Mm -hmm. she unfortunately is still there Oh, wow. Well. Because she is waiting out this six-year period. And I think she only had two years left.
0: Oh, okay. So for the
1: next two years, she's really going to try and, like, until all of that bad stuff was off.
0: Yeah, um, off the credit report. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, So it's really just, y- you can. It, it messes it up. Like, this is what she wanted to do. She wanted to take a step forward in her life. And because of her past decision- decisions, she couldn't.
0: Yeah, and you just have to be conscious of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why for students it's crucial to know this at the beginning.
1: This ha- this started when she was a teenager. Yeah. And it carried on through it's, when she had kids.
0: Yeah, and it's tough because when are you really taught this? Mm-hmm. Like this is something you have to seek out yourself.
1: Yeah. I yeah, okay. No, that, that's really the thing because I was never taught this in school. And all my life, 18 years of my existence, I was taught credit cards are bad. Do not get yeah. a credit card. Never file for a credit card. You're going to lose money. You're going to ruin your life.
0: Yeah, that's like the common misconception with credit cards.
1: But it's the only way to build your future at yeah. the same time. So yeah, it's, no, really, it's really, really a essential. give or
0: take. Yeah. So moving forward, the 30% of your credit score is credit utilization. And so this just means how much of your total available credit have you spent?
1: I never knew about this.
0: Neither. Like, I, I did not know that. Yeah, either.
1: I until a few weeks ago, I want to say.
0: Yeah, no, for me, it was really just researching for mm-hmm. this episode when I really learned, oh, shoot. <laughs> I should not. And luckily, I haven't been using any more than 30% of my total room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you stay under 30%, this will contribute to a better credit score. However, if you go over 30%, then this starts to hurt your score. Which Typically is crazy, 30, 35, isn't it? Because
1: they give you like for my bank, uh, they give me 1000. So if I yes. spend over $300, then like that you could would hurt think you. all of that money is yours. Yeah. You are wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like if you use $500 for the month, and you wait until your payment date to pay it back. You think, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I've used less than like my amount. Like I'm, in you're the clear, under, yeah. But in reality, you're not.
1: So every single time you pay it back, it refreshes.
0: Yes. So that's Once pretty good. Once the payments good. go through. Yeah. So
1: that's so for you it would be like that one week waiting period until you because yours is 750, which means you could spend 225. Yes. So. That's another week before you could spend another two hundred and twenty-five
0: dollars. Yes, yes, which exactly. is
1: which is kind of nice because then you're kind of saving and pulling back. Yeah,
0: so it's not bad, and that's actually why a lot of people will recommend mm-hmm. getting multiple credit cards. Yes, so you always keep that utilization rate lower than thirty-five, thirty percent.
1: Again, have an account with them first.
0: Yes, that's that's the golden rule for <laughs> me now. Apparently. <laughs> So that, that's one of the main things that most people don't actually realize.
1: I feel like that's huge for students, though, because students spend a lot yeah. of money on whatever they need to spend a lot of money on. And it adds up books, tuition. Uh, don't I would not suggest using your no. credit card to pay for your tuition, mm. but, but <laughs> books and like food on campus. And it's it becomes insane. And if you just keep tapping your credit card, it it piles up.
0: Yes, it does. And that's why when your bank offers to increase your credit card limit, mm-hmm. that's an automatic yes, please.
1: Yeah, no, a like lot you of people think it's that. the otherwise. Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of people will say, well, they just want me to spend more money. But that's actually not the case. Mm-hmm. They're giving you an opportunity.
1: Which is crazy because... They're giving you the option. They're not making you spend more money. But I know, The option I know. is there if you want to. A Nobody of, is forcing you. A
0: lot of people don't trust themselves with with you know, the ability to I spend. I think
1: that's what it comes down to.
0: Yes, I, I do agree. So moving forth or moving forward really <laughs> is the credit history. Now, this accounts for 15% of your credit score. Mm-hmm. So not a large amount, however, still substantial. So... With this one, just the longer you have credit, the, the you know the higher your credit score goes. Yeah, so this it's, is just an
1: unwritten rule.
0: Yeah, it's very simple. I mean, if, if you've had a credit card for 20 years. And <laughs> You'll be good. Hopefully yeah, hopefully. yeah, and if you've never missed a payment and never done this and that. Oh, you're set. Then, yeah, your credit score is going to be a lot better than someone who's had a credit card for two years. Mm-hmm. And, and even
1: if they haven't missed a payment, both of them, yeah, it's going to be better loyalty. Absolutely. It's all it, loyalty.
0: It's that trust score, right?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: And so that's why a lot of people will tell you once again: do not, you know, close your credit card or don't.
1: Yeah, don't even cut if it. you don't use it, keep it.
0: Yeah, like if you're not paying any annual fees, you, yes, <laughs> then there's no reason why you would close it. Mm-hmm. Just use it to the bare minimum to keep the account active. To buy that ice cap. Yeah. And then that's <laughs> it. That's all you do for the year. You don't have to keep it, the or you don't have to close it, sorry, deactivate it. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I would see you having to deactivate one of your credit cards is obviously if you feel like someone is, else is using it who's not supposed to. Uh, yes, definitely. Which is a crime. Which is a crime. But, a crime. In, <laughs> but in terms of finances... If one of your credit cards, you pay $50 annually mm-hmm. and you only get 1% cash back yes. versus another credit card that you may have just applied for and you know your application was accepted, that gives you 4% cash back and you pay $50 annually. Well, in that case, you might just be better off canceling one of your credit cards being the 1% cash back one yes. and just sticking to the one that gives you the better rate.
1: And and that seems to make the most sense. It's kind of a better value deal.
0: Yes. Yes, without a doubt. <laughs> now, going on to the 10%, which is credit mix. Okay. And this is just really diversifying your forms of credit. Okay. So the more essentially the more bills, the more monthly bills you have, the higher your credit score would go if you keep up with those payments
1: yes again though making sure it stays under for you that 225 and for me that 300
0: yeah and we just go back to the point that's why you might want more credit cards Mm -hmm. that it
1: seems to be the route to go yes if it i feel like if they're all student cards why not
0: yeah but when you you get into the
1: real world and you have to start paying those annual fees you want to make sure that you're if if you're not getting that money through your cash back, make sure you have the money to spend. Yeah. Okay. Because if you're not, let's say you can get $200 cash back, but annually you're paying 250
0: It's probably not worth it.
1: Yeah. Fine. Maybe go and find a better credit card or if yeah, it's the only one you, you can get, can
0: some,
1: yeah. maybe talk to your bank. See, see what they can do or see if they can offer you another one.
0: Yeah. And so that one's pretty straightforward. And then the last one is credit inquiries, which is, again, another 10%. Mm -hmm. And this just refers back to the soft checks and the hard checks, which we discussed. The soft checks with the two apps, uh, the two applications Mm -hmm. for Canadians. And then the hard checks, which are universal, really.
1: That sounds good. So that was the payment history, credit utilization, credit history, credit mix, and credit inquiries, which all... Uh, is what Equifax uses to break down the score.
0: Yep. In a nutshell. In, absolutely. in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's what you would need to know. Yes. And I think that's it for the episode.
0: I think so, Delaney.
1: So moral of the story is get a credit card. You can get one when you turn 18. Yep. Um. So please do try and get one if you think that you are responsible enough. Um. It's something you really just got to dive into. I don't think anybody's ever going to feel like they're ready. Yeah, But. I agree. It's just one of the things where you gotta, you just got to jump in. You yeah. got to cannonball.
0: Yes, and um, you have to start using that credit card.
1: Yeah, and act like it is a debit card and yep. pay everything. Just be responsible. Moral, to sum it all up, just be responsible with it and don't overspend. As students, we think, okay, we can do this and we can do this and we can fly. We, yes. we can't. Yeah, no. And we yeah. need to start taking control of our actions. And this is the simplest way to plan for your future. By doing this, it's making income without even realizing by spending money, really.
0: Yes, no, I agree. I think you summed that up pretty well.
1: Thank you. (laughs) So, since that is it, that that was a fun episode. I really hope people take away.
0: I do something. I mean, I I had fun with this episode. It was a lot of information. You were very
1: passionate about credit cards.
0: I have always been extremely passionate. I credit (laughs) cards. (laughs)
1: When I got my credit card, Ruben stood beside me while i opened my envelope jumping up and down oh, yeah. like a seven year old <laughs> boy on christmas it it was gold it was gold in oh, this envelope so he had never excited. seen it before
0: i was so excited and i, I was so confused because i was
1: like what what is he so excited <laughs> for it doesn't have anything on it ruben yeah no, but it is sure. very pretty it's cibc has a prettier card than bmo i must say but don't choose your uh, don't choose your credit card based on that
0: yes no that's that probably isn't a great financial (laughs) decision
1: (laughs) all right so i just want to ask you all um actually before we end i want to say thank you all so 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 much for the appreciation from the first episode yes you and sam you guys really did kill it you started this you You laid the foundation for all the other episodes to go off of so it was a an extremely good first episode it It really did pave the path
0: no we felt confident with it
1: no you should it was amazing (laughs) and all of the reviews and all of the text you guys received it it was incredible
0: i'm very grateful for that
1: yeah you should be and so i just wanted to thank you all for listening um and please be sure to subscribe on whatever you are listening to so that could be uh spotify apple music i mean apple Podcasts. sorry yeah um and anything else please leave a rating and a review we prefer five stars But if not, please (laughs) tell us what we can do to get better because we always want to know what we can do. We are just starting out, so any constructive criticism really does help. You can contact us on our Instagram at virgin.investors or you can contact us on our email, which is virgininvestors at yahoo.com. And... If you wanted to know what we were talking about today, we will be writing up show notes and we will be posting them on a website. So please do follow our Instagram because that's where we will put the link to the website so you can access all of this information you heard about today.
0: And the website's coming soon. It, it will be. It's not up yet, but it is coming soon.
1: Mm-hmm. So you should follow our Instagram because yes. that is pretty much where we have everything else. Yes. So I, I, I think that's it. I think the second episode is done. <laughs>
0: It's completo. It.
1: Okay, that's that's a good way to end. That is a good way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I guess Ruben, until next time.
0: Bye. <laughs>